Alright everybody, welcome back to another wonderful edition of the Fat Boys Fantasy Podcast. Here is always Bo Finley with my co-host Brant Walker. Walker, say hello to the folks. Let's do this, let's get into some fantasy. Hello guys, let's get into some fantasy and chop up this week 14. Yeah, so absolutely last week uh, in 90% of leagues to make the playoffs is over with, minus tonight's game between Dallas and Baltimore. Hopefully you don't have a ton of... Uh, guys playing on either side because I feel bad for you if you do. Uh, but nonetheless, most people know whether they're in the playoffs or not already at this point. As I am not. <laughs> As... I had a rough season. My number one receiver pretty much missed the whole year. So Yeah, well, or even so, you can still give some advice to the people and help win some championships, <laughs> even if they're absolutely. not for yourself. Absolutely. So, again, just a quick breakdown of, the, of the, this week's episode. We're going to hit the big performers, the value menu of the week, and the big boy meal of the week. The same way we do every episode. The only difference is the next this week and the next two weeks after this, we're going to dissect every week's game a little bit just to help give you uh, an edge for your rosters for this week for your fantasy playoff matchups. So without further ado, let's get in. Hang on. Before you jump into that, congratulations to everybody that got the one or two seed in your uh, in your playoffs and you're working on a bye. Kick back, enjoy it, and, and, and enjoy watching everyone else struggle with their lineup and enjoy that free week. I'd rather <clears throat> I'd rather struggle with not a free week than uh, be in the loser bracket. But anyway, uh, big performers of the week. We're going to start at your quarterback position. Uh, number three quarterback was Josh Allen, 375 yards, four touchdowns. Great game out of Josh. Number two, the man that's been more doubted under center than anybody else, maybe, maybe finally breaking the Cleveland Browns curse of quarterbacks. Looks good. Baker Mayfield, 334 yards, four touchdowns. And your number one big uh, performer of the week, uh, thanks to Greg Williams, the defensive coordinator for the Jets, Derek Carr, 381 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Stupid. That man no longer is employed. Uh, Your running backs of the week, number three, David Montgomery, 72 yards rushing, two touchdowns, four receptions for 39 yards. Wait a minute. Montgomery can catch the ball? Uh, It would appear so, yes, unless they had somebody else dressed in his uniform. Uh, which, again, it is 2020, the year of the COVID, so who knows. Uh, number two, Dalvin Cook, 120 yards rushing. No touchdowns this week for Dalvin, but six receptions for 59 yards. Another guy that uh, is coming on this year real heavy with the with the pass catching. Uh, and number one this week was Aaron Jones, 130 yards, one touchdown, three receptions, 18 yards. Not really any monster games out of the running back this, nope, this week. No, not at all, not at all. Um, your receivers, there was a little. There were some bigger games. Uh, number three, Cole Beasley, nine receptions, 131 yards, one touchdown. Number two, Devontae Adams. Never get tired of hearing his name in the top three. Uh, Ten receptions, 121 yards, two touchdowns. And your number one receiver of the week, Corey Davis, 11 receptions, 182 yards, one touchdown. Looked good. Looked real good out there. Definitely, definitely. Ryan Tannehill is stamping his name as an as an official starter in this league. Get He's away from great. Adam Gase. Uh, and we're praying. We're praying to the football gods that Adam Gase gets fired or Trevor Lawrence does not end up in a Jets uniform. No uh, I digress. Your top three tight ends of the week. Number three, Logan Thomas, nine receptions, 98 yards, one touchdown. Number two, Travis Kelsey, eight receptions, 136 yards, one touchdown. And the monster game of the week, the highest scoring player of any position this week, Darren the Baller Waller, 
13 receptions on 17 targets. 17 targets. The man was being force-fed the rock. 200 yards and two touchdowns. My goodness, can somebody cover a tight end from New York? If not, maybe these Seattle Seahawks can find a way to get on the on the board a little bit this week with their through the way of their tight end. Maybe, maybe. I mean, you got to pick one first. Now, another tight end I want to talk about that's going to lead us into our value menu is is Dan Arnold. He did only have two catches. He had 61 yards. He had two touchdowns. The man's been targeted the past couple weeks when Kyler Murray's been under pressure. I believe last week he also had a touchdown. Uh, Dan Arnold's a guy that if, if, if you really need if you're desperate at tight end and you're in the playoffs and you're pushing – and there's nothing on waivers. You may want to go out and you may want to take a peek at him. Look at his matchup. Obviously, his matchup based. But I think Dan Arnold could be a good little pickup uh, to add. Yeah, no, I I, I definitely agree. Uh, Dan Arnold was somebody that uh, you and I had talked about a few weeks back, uh, and he really hadn't done anything worth getting picked up at the time. Um, but, yeah, he's definitely come in and looked like uh, – a possible go-to target for Kyler in, in certain situations. So definitely. Uh, I've only got two names for my value menu of the week, uh, and one of which I know we want to hit on a little bit harder than the other, so I'll save him for last. But the first one is Ty Johnson there in uh, New York for the Gang Green Jets. He's owned in 27% of leagues, and Frank Gore got a concussion. So he's possibly going to miss this week if he doesn't clear concussion protocol. At his age, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't clear in time. So Ty Johnson, owning 27% of the leagues, carried the load this week, 63% of the snaps, 22 carries, 104 yards, one touchdown, two receptions, 13 yards. I wouldn't be surprised to see Frank Gore shut down for the season, possibly. With his age, there's nothing to play for. Why risk him? Maybe you can maybe snake one more year out of him over there in the Jets. Yeah, I mean – it's possible, but but moving forward, it looks like Ty Johnson might be the guy to own. And again, he's he's only rostered in twenty seven percent of leagues. So you, you, he's a guy that if uh, whether you need a running back or not, you might go pick this guy up just so your opponent can't have him this week. Absolutely, uh, because he's going to get a workload. Uh, the Jets have a semi-favorable run matchup this week, I would say. Middle of the pack. Uh, middle of the pack. Seattle does does allow yards to running backs. Obviously, you watch Wayne Gallman run all over the defense in the third quarter. That um, was a tough, tough night for Seattle, right. uh, for Seattle fans. We'll get into that a little bit deeper here in a minute. Um, but, again, Ty Johnson, if you're, if you're desperate for a running back or you're desperate for a leg up, you know, you're you're the the eight seed playing the one seed in a possible playoff, the bottom seed, whatever that may be. With however many teams make it out of a twelve man league, if you're the eight seed and you're playing the one seed, uh, and you need a boomer bust play, somebody to put you over the top, it could be Ty Johnson. Absolutely, could be. Uh, I got a couple receivers I want to put in the value menu. Uh, let's start with uh, Rashard Higgins. He had nine targets, six catches, ninety five yards, and a touchdown. Uh, wide receiver for Cleveland. Um, he could be out there. We saw Baker Mayfield finally coming out of his out of his shell and really really balling out and showing that that he could be um, he could make a lot of receivers relevant. Um, another one here is uh, Chad Hansen, wide receiver from Houston. Seven targets, five catches, one hundred and one yards. Uh, outstanding. Uh, obviously, is, he, is that one of the brothers from the Hansen band? It might be. Who knows? He may have finally grown up. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but you know, uh, Watson's out there looking for a new friend now that Fuller's gone. Um, so Chad Hansen could be that new friend. Um, another one I, I noticed: zero uh, percent of the leagues this kid's owned right here. 
Quintez Cephas, wide receiver for Detroit. Mind you, he had two catches on four targets, 63 yards, and a touchdown. Now, he obviously doesn't sound like a big explosion game. He is the deep ball threat there in Detroit. And we all know Stafford likes to sling that ball. If he, if he builds, you know, if this week helps him build chemistry with Stafford, Stephus could be a guy that could really put you over the edge in a flex spot, especially if he catches a 40, 50-yard touchdown and you get bonus points. If, if you are in a keeper league, a deep keeper league, or a dynasty league, and Cephas is available on waivers, pick him up. Kenny Galladay, not under contract next year. Marvin Jones Jr., not under contract next year. Danny Amendola, not under contract next year. Marvin Hall just got cut. Cut and signed by Cleveland. There is nothing there next year. Granted, there will be a new head coach, a new general manager there next year. You never know what they're going to do, but the only – receiver guaranteed to be on that roster next year that has some continuity with Matthew Stafford is Quintez Cephas. So if he is available, pick him up. Yeah, absolutely. Now, before we jump into the last player, because I know we want to cut this guy up, we want to talk about him uh, for the value menu. I want to welcome back a couple players. Welcome back to Fantasy Relevancy. Welcome back. You showed out. You showed that you still got it. T.Y. Hilton. Eight receptions, 110 yards, and a touchdown. This man's not in your lineup. Not only he gets Houston again in two weeks. If he's not in your lineup, you need to get him into your flex spot. I know you've – he might be on some waivers. I know I've seen him on a couple waivers. Uh, After last week, I don't know if he is, but he might be out on waivers. Another one is uh, Mr. Cole Beasley. Balled out. We talked about him in the big-time performers. Now, another defense that may be a little sneaky. I doubt they're on your waivers. They might be. New England's defense showed out this week against that high-powered throwing uh, offense, shut them out of uh, the Chargers. New England's defense could be back. It could win some people some championships. Thirty or Almost 30 points this week in fantasy. That's crazy. They got a lot of rookie linebackers coming into their own real quick, uh, and that, that, that defense definitely looks good. You can never count out a Belichick coach defense, especially one that's trying to get themselves into the playoffs. They're willing their way there. I – don't know if I would be shocked to still see Bill Belichick end up with a better record than Tom Brady. Absolutely, that's it's, possible. It's not out of the realm of possibilities, and you know Belichick wants to win as many games as he can. He ain't tanking for Trevor. Uh-uh, no way, no way. All right, so without further ado. Let's get in this last guy in, in this value. Game. We are about to see our 57th rookie starting quarterback <laughs> this year. Jalen Hurts named the starter in Philadelphia today, today by head coach Doug Peterson. We finally no longer have to watch the train wreck that is Carson Wentz. If you are an Eagles fan, I don't feel bad about saying that because if I hurt your feelings, you have no clue how bad Carson Wentz has been this year. He's got the worst deep ball efficiency. He's got the worst QBR out of any starting quarterback. It's time for Carson Wentz to sit out. Now, Absolutely. this is not to say Jalen Hurts is the future of the Philadelphia Eagles. He's not to say he's the savior for you guys to go win this conference. He could just very well be the guy that they give a week to start that lights a huge fire under Carson Wentz's butt. Carson Wentz, Wentz has owned $74 million or some high number like that that he has no business. He, he has to turn around and take his paychecks backwards so they can't see his face. Right. But nonetheless, this very well could be the boost he needs or it very well could be Jalen Hurts. The end Hurts of the is, Wentz era. It could be. It could be the beginning of the Jalen Hurts era in Philadelphia. The dude's owned in 89% of leagues. He came in and filled in for Tua when Tua got hurt, right? 
there. Yes, yes. In Alabama. Yes. And was a Heisman finalist. Yes. Uh, Transferred to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And he could be the guy. He could. He's got mobility. He's got mobility. He's got good vision, I feel. he's. I think he might be a guy to spark this offense. I mean, I watched when they played Seattle uh, a week or two ago. When they played Seattle, he came in for three snaps. That's all he played. But you know what? When he came in, you almost saw everybody going from that 75 to 100% effort. He is a spark, and he wants – I think a lot of people in Philly are done with wins. And this guy could spark that fire. It could spark your fantasy fires for a lot of other players also. And with his mobility, he could spark a lot of fires because guess what? Less pro tape on him. Less pro tape means more, more production, I would, I would agree. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you'd agree with yourself, Walker. Um, <laughs> but I do agree with you. Um, no, I watched, I watched the game when they played the Packers this week. And you could just see the sideline light up when he went in. I mean, almost immediately after Jalen Rager returned that punt for a touchdown, they instantly went from being defeated in that game to being right back into it. Of course, the Packers shut them out. Mr. Shut them Aaron Jones closed that door. But nonetheless, that sideline got up for this young man. There, I'm sure there's a lot of receivers, a lot of offensive linemen, a lot of defensive players that were saying, can we get somebody under center that's not going to underthrow or short throw or throw to the wrong team every play? Absolutely. I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts is going to come in and be Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow or anything else. But if he can just manage the game and put points on the board and not turn the ball over, you're going to see Jalen Rager have fantasy value. You're going to see... Zach Ertz have fantasy value. You're going to see Miles Sanders have fantasy value. If you drop Travis, Travis Fulgham, you may see Travis Fulgham get some value. Alshon Jeffrey, there's a chance that they're, they're – in my mind, if I owned any Eagles, thankfully, knock on wood, I don't. If I owned any Philadelphia Eagles, I would be ecstatic to see somebody else under center because Carson Wentz has been atrocious. Yes, yes, he has. Definitely has. Uh, Jalen Hurts is definitely going to – I'm not telling you guys at all to go put him in your lineup. Honestly, I would lower your expectations for all Philly players until you get to see what happens. They play New Orleans Saints. They do play a really tough defense this week. We'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, Jalen Hurts is, is the guy that's going to spark this team, I think. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I, I, I think there's been enough people frustrated – and tired of seeing Carson Wentz choke that that on paper on paper Philadelphia Eagles have the best team in the NFC absolutely at least I would have said the Cowboys prior to Dak being injured but now that Dak's out or once Dak went out it was the Eagles division to lose and Carson Wentz has lost them that division it's not too late for them to get back in it and maybe Jalen Hurts can win them a couple games here and and they'll they'll take it back from the Giants but or the Washington football team but we'll see what happens real quick. Before we start dissecting these games and going into some depth, there is one more guy I'd like to welcome back this week. He is the running back number one this year in fantasy football. Thank you, fantasy football gods. We got to see Alvin Kamara find the end zone again this week. Uh, It's been a rough sledding for him lately, but he did finally have the majority of snap counts by a dramatic number, not just 50%. He had it by 60% this week. And he had three targets. Great to see uh, Alvin Kamara find his way back into the end zone. And And you might be getting Drew Brees' best friend coming back. Drew Brees could come back, and I would have to imagine that is a shot in the arm for all New Orleans Saints players 
fantasy wise, with the exception of anybody who's starting Taysom Hill. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I think we'll get we'll get into that a little yeah. more too when we break down that game. All right, so let's just get right into it. And the kind of the way I want to approach this is we're going to talk about the game as a whole on all aspects, and then afterwards, me and Walker are both going to pick a team, and we are going to give you the highest scoring player from said team. Some games it may be the quarterback. Some games it may not be. I would try to avoid the quarterback. All right, so you want to skip quarterback? Let's talk skill position. Skill position. Your quarterback, most people that are in the playoffs, you probably got that quarterback that carried you there. Your Mahomes, your Wilsons. That's fair. Your Wilsons. Your, uh, unfortunately. Two attack of (laughs) Alalias. Yeah. (laughs) If you also, if you have Lamar, I'm sorry if he carried you to the playoffs. I really don't. Bench him. Bench him. Pick up Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley. All right, so let's get into this. Our first game of the week. The New England Patriots are uh, traveling to the Los Angeles Rams cross-country for a Thursday night game. Now, granted, they did just shut out the Chargers. Short week. Did they play in Los Angeles? They did. They, they did. did. So, so they'll be probably, staying all They'll week. be staying, so that'll help them out a little bit. Absolutely. Actually, that might help them out a lot. The defense is riding a high fucking note right first, now. First question <laughs> of, the, of the game. Does Cam Newton throw for more than 100 yards this week? I feel like he has to. He hasn't had to the last two weeks. <laughs> well, that's true, but I feel like he, he has to. He has to against that Rams. That Rams, uh, that Rams offense has been high-powered. Does Jalen Ramsey shadow anybody this week? I don't think he does. I, I, really think, I, I think that the, the, the New England receivers are, are all about the same skill set. Um, if Edelman was there, I would say maybe he'd shadow him, but uh, – no, I don't. I don't see how he does. Although Bird has showed out to be a wide receiver uh, that has relevancy, and, and Cam Newton likes to find, so he could shadow Bird. But I don't think he does. Realistically, Bird, Nikhil Harry, and Jacoby Myers have all had their their time in the spotlight this year. You just need to see them all step up at once. Which again, maybe not possible because Cam Newton doesn't throw the ball. Right, and I think if he does end up shadowing, it will be whoever catches that hot hand, just That's like fair. the Rams backfield. All right, let's go to the other side. Um, Stephon Gilmore, is he shadowing Robert Woods or is he shadowing Cooper Cup? I think he shadows Cooper Cup. I think I think I think he shadows Cooper Cup this week. Is uh, is there anybody on either side of the ball that you feel like if you've been starting them all along? I'll, I'll leave the New England uh, wideouts aside from this because most people are probably just flexing them. Do you start um, Harris out of the backfield this week? Yes, I, I think I think Harris has a real big game this week against the Rams. I understand the Rams do have a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal defense. I've rode them all year in fantasy in most of my leagues. Um, but yeah, I think Harris could have a. I think Harris could have a huge game. I think you might see a lot more read options in this game and a lot more running for both Harris and Cam. Do you start either quarterback this week on a Thursday night game? Uh, no, I try to avoid it if I don't have to. Uh, Jared Goff has looked really good. He has the weapons there, but that New England defense just lit up lives. So uh, I, I think you try to fade either quarterback if you can. I, I could I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But Cam Newton, I think Cam Newton was a top ten quarterback this week. I, I still I, and that's and I, without throwing without having to throw a hundred yards past. I don't him. see him getting. Much, I think. I think you're going to see a lot of pressure on him, and That's he's going to have to throw the short balls. Now, Harris, I could be completely wrong on starting Harris. I could be, or what could be, is a James White 
game here. That could it could be a James White game. It could be. Is it a Cam Akers or a Daryl Henderson game? I'm going to give it to Cam. I think Cam has shown that he is the yes. uh, leader of that backfield, and I think until he slows down or Henderson speeds up, I think Akers might have that backfield. Akers out out carried him 22 to three this. And last I night. will 110 tell you, I was wrong on Cam Akers. I thought with this being a shortened season, he would never be able to take that backfield back over this year. But Cam Akers definitely looks like he is going to be the future and the uh, the current and future back of the LA Rams. All right, who's your who's your guy? Which side of the ball or which side of, which side of the field are you going on and who's your guy? I'm going to take the New England side. So you think New England pulls out the win? Oh, to win? No, the Rams are going to win it. The Rams are going to win. I'm okay. sorry, I thought you were talking about which player do I want to talk oh, about. Well, the Rams, you got the Rams winning. I, think I agree. Winning. I think the Rams win. Who is your start? Who's your who's your guy that's going to bust out this week? No, the guy that I like this week. I just said his name. I I think it I think it's actually going to be a James White game. And I think Harris will have value too with the rushing, but I think James White might end up seeing um, a lot of targets with the pressure that's going to be coming from Aaron Donald and that Rams defense. Okay, that's completely fair. Uh, so, by way of virtue, naturally, I'm going to go on the other side of the field. I'm going to take the Rams, and I'm going to say Cooper Cup is the highest scoring player in this game, non quarterback. I think Cooper Cup will be the one that does not have uh, Stephon Gilmore shadowing him. I, I do think Stephon Gilmore will shadow Robert Woods this week. Uh, let me just say, maybe I can backtrack on myself a little bit and say whoever does not get shadowed by Stephon Gilmore is going to have the big week. I believe it will be Cooper Cup. But if, if Cooper Cup is shadowed by Stephon Gilmore, then it will be Robert Woods. One of those two receivers is going to have a monster game. Now... I want to go ahead and put this out. I think you start both defenses, though. I think you definitely could start both defenses. I think you're going to see a lot of sacks in the Rams. I think you're going to see a lot of read option coming from that. You're going to see a lot of short passes. I think you're going to see the Rams get to Newton a lot. And I think New England is going to find it. We've known Goff to have some inaccuracy issues. He's looked really good lately. But Belichick Bill, likes to attack weaknesses. And he knows that Goff has had that inconsistency. So I think you might see both defenses are a good start this week, I think. Okay, that's fair. All right, let's go ahead and move right on along. Uh, first game of Sunday, or first game of the day on Sunday, the Tennessee Titans uh, travel down and mm. to Jacksonville to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. I love this game. I like this I, game. I do, too. I do, too. Um, is it going to be Mike Glennon under center still? Absolutely. I, I think he's earned that right. I would say so as well. you got – Two huge name running backs in this game, Derrick Henry and James Robinson. James Robinson, yes, sir. You got some big names on the <coughs> excuse me on the receiving receiving core for both teams. AJ Brown, Corey Davis, DJ Chark, um, Lavisca Chenault. Frisker is that how you say his name? Tied in there. In Anthony Tennessee. Fersker. Fersker, definitely, definitely. <coughs> uh, two defenses that well, okay, one defense that's getting better uh, at least in Tennessee. Uh, they definitely did not appear to get better. This <laughs> I was week. gonna say, but on paper, after they traded for Desmond King from the Chargers, they should should be getting a Absolutely. little bit better. They should, yes, yes. Um, I I think Tennessee wins this game. I I don't think you can you can. Get, I think Tennessee wins it pretty easily. I think Tennessee wins the game. I, <laughs> I I think Jacksonville will find a way to stay close this week. They've been fairly close with everybody since Mike Glennon's taken over. They're playing yeah. passionate football down there right now. They're just not playing passionate 
passionately enough to ruin their draft stock. Right, right. Um, I think Tennessee wins, and it's Derrick Henry for me. It's Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's going to be a top three running back on this week. Okay. All right. I'm going to take that Jag side of the ball. I'm going to go away from the James Robinson. I'm going to go away from the big-time players you think. I think you're going to see LaVisca Chenault once again pop up there and have a very, very, very good game this week. Yeah, I mean, LaVisca Chenault should be the third receiver covered by Tennessee because you would think DJ Chark and Keenan Cole have earned that right. Uh, LaVisca Chenault did just have a touchdown this week. Granted, if you watch the game, the ball was tipped into his hands. Uh, It would not have been a touchdown catch for him had the ball not been deflected to him. Um, But, yeah, I I wouldn't be a bit – shocked to see this game go down into the late fourth quarter and it'd be a lot closer than people think. It's definitely one to keep an eye on. There's nobody I'm sitting if I'm starting anybody on either team. If you're starting Tannehill, you're not sitting him. If you're starting Corey Davis, A.J. Brown, uh, Ferkser, you're not sitting him. Derrick Henry and James Robinson. If you ever consider um, sitting uh, Derrick Henry or James Robinson, let me know. I'll get in your league and I will trade for them next year. Absolutely. uh, Because you can't sit them. Um, so let's move right on along. I don't think there's I don't think there's anything else to talk about in that oh, game. I think that's um, it's going to be one of the highest scoring games of the week. I yes, I I think so too. I think there's still not much defense there, even if there is one side that I do think is getting a little bit better. Um, this game actually happens to be uh, my appetizer of the big boy meal of the week. Uh, it's the Minnesota Vikings versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Kirk Cousins playing amazing football right now. Justin Jefferson lighting the world on fire, mm. cementing his name for Rookie of the Year in my mind. Sure wish I would have made playoffs with him sitting there as my wide receiver too. Rest in peace to your fantasy season. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Um, <laughs> Rough go this year. Dalvin me, but... Cook has been another guy that's probably on championship rosters most most Absolutely. Uh, again, on the other side of the ball, you got Timmy, Timmy Tom Brady. Gronk, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, probably their left tackle too, uh, I imagine. Uh, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette. There's just It's another game with high-profile names on either side of the ball. Is there anybody from this game that you feel like you need to sit this week because of the matchup? Leonard Fournette. <laughs> Not because of the matchup. I just think he's the back to sit. You, you start Ronald Jones, bench Fournette. I've seen Fournette cut in multiple leagues. Ronald Jones is the back to own there. That's a, uh, that is a hot take from Brant Walker, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. A hot take. Do not start Leonard Fournette this week. Well, yes, if there was anybody to sit. I, <laughs> he's been hot. I sit Kirk Cousins this week. Well, yeah. Absolutely. We saw what that Tampa Bay defense did to Aaron Rodgers. Uh there's that front four is, is impressive there in Tampa Bay. They got some corners coming on. Uh, I don't think you can sit Adam Thielen or Justin Jefferson. Obviously, you can't sit Dalvin Cook. And Minnesota's defense has not been good enough to warrant sitting Ronald Jones if you own him. Um, you can sit Fournette, though. <laughs> again, amazing hot take. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you sit Leonard Fournette, and you win a championship, you owe half your league's winnings to Brant Walker. <laughs> that is breaking ground. I was not a Fournette news. fan, never have been, and you know that for a long time. That's breaking news <laughs> again from the Fat Boys Fantasy Podcast. Now, I stole the spotlight last game. Walker, tell me who's the guy. What, what, first of all, what team wins? Minnesota. I, I think you're right. 
I think Minnesota wins. I like Minnesota in an upset here, as as Vegas would have and your odds have. I like Minnesota in an upset. They're still fighting for playoff position. Now, I'm not going to go with the highest-scoring guy here. We've talked about a lot of guys that put up points. We've talked about you know everything else here. You know, um, I'm going to go with the guy that you could possibly stream in this game. I like Kyle, I like Kyle Rudolph to stream in this game. Not Leonard Fournette. Not Leonard Fournette. No okay. Fournettes okay. ever. Ever. Kyle Kyle Rudolph, yes. Uh, it is worth noting. Irv Smith Jr. is, I believe he's on the IR. I believe he did find his way to the IR, if not uh, last week, the week before. Could be wrong, but I, I like Rudolph um, to stream this week. And um, I think your Jeffersons, you've already hit it. We'll, we'll put up his numbers. We'll get his catches. Dalvin Cook, we'll do Dalvin Cook type things. Um, Cousins, I think you I think you hit the nail on the head. I do think he is a sit this week. I do think he will throw some interceptions, but I definitely He'll just do enough to get the win. I absolutely. Agree. I think I think Minnesota wins in a in a somewhat somewhat close game. I'm going to go a little bit crazy here for you, uh, and I'm going to go with I think Rob Gronkowski finds the end zone twice this week. Oh, there you I go. think Gronk. I, like is, I think Gronk is the guy that could be the highest scoring player in this game. Obviously, the obvious ones are the stud receivers on both sides that you would expect, possibly Dalvin Cook. But I do think there's a solid chance that Gronk ends up being the highest scorer. Now, I will say, because Walker and I are both in agreement that you bench Fournette, he'd probably be a great start in DFS this week, Daily Fantasy, because he's probably going to go off and find the end zone. Fournette will not go off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a Fournette. I'm not a Fournette believer. I, now, I, wanna, I want your take while we're still on this game here. Your take. Antonio Brown. Yes, he's been there. Yes, he's got some targets. Yes, he's got some t- receptions. Now, we saw two weeks ago when Tampa Bay played that who did who did Tom Brady start to look for whenever he got in trouble? He looked for Gronk. Yes. Does Antonio Brown start to fill into there too? Will Antonio Brown bust out and finally do Antonio Brown things, or do you think it's he's just there as a decoy? What do you think? Is he a startable option? Yes, he's startable. No, he's not going to be a thirty-point game guy like he was back when he was with Big Ben and Big Ben's prime uh, when the Killer Bees were in Pittsburgh. Um, I do think that he will have some games down the stretch where he's a valuable um, flex start, possibly. Um, again, the more time he's able to play and the more time he's on, be able to be on the field with everybody, his chemistry is going to get better, and he will have better games. But there's just too many mouths to feed there. Okay. Uh, I, I, don't think, I don't think there's any of those guys there that you can say is going to be a top five wideout rest of season just because there's so many of them. Okay. Okay. All right, so we're going to move right into the next one, which also happens to be on my big boy meal of the week. It is my main course, my bucket of chicken, if you will, the Kansas City Chiefs against the Miami Dolphins. It's the passing of the crown. Patrick Mahomes handing his crown down to Tua Tagovailoa. You're crazy. Okay, I might be a little ahead of myself here. God, you uh, love Tua. <laughs> I, I, I am high on Tua. I, I'm not starting Tua. Uh, but nonetheless... Miami's got one of the best defenses this year. It's going to be interesting to see if Xavier Howard possibly faces suspension time because if he does, that could dynamically change the course of this week. But I do expect him to shadow Tyreek Hill. And Xavier Howard leads the league in interceptions this year. He is the true number one shutdown corner in the league at this point. 
And I think after this season, he'll be talked about with the likes of Jalen Ramsey and Stephon Gilmore. Uh, I, I don't really want to waste too much time on, on the Kansas City side of the ball because if you know, you know. Um, Start all your Kansas City. Yeah, do you, though? I think maybe you fade CEH. I think CEH probably cost some folks the playoffs this week. Not necessarily CEH, but Andy Reid activating him for the game and then not playing him. Yeah. Um, cost people some people probably some playoffs. I, I would think this week he'd get back to his normal role. Um, but Miami is, is so good everywhere on defense. Um, they, they really have been one of the, the, the bright spots uh, in the defensive aspect of, of the NFL this year and came out of nowhere. So kudos to Brian Flores down there in Miami. Um, more or less what I want to know is Mike Jacecki had a great game this week. Um, getting sick with Jacecki. Does he start him? I won't even let you finish start him. I like Gasecki the rest of the season. I like Gasecki the rest of the season. And I as think well. you're gonna see two uh fall in love with this tight end. He's got some big hands. He made he made a heck of a catch one handed. Um I think you're gonna see Gasecki You know what they say about friend. big hands? It means one handed catches in the NFL. That's right, that's right. Um Devontae Parker. Is uh is Devontae Parker a must start this week? Must start? No. Startable option? Yes. I think he's a very valuable flex option this week. Um, what about the gas man? Miles Gaskin. I don't know, man. That start him. That Fire it up. Fire it up. You start okay. Miles Gaskin this right. week. Miami's going to – their defense is good enough. Kansas City's not been blowing people out this year. They really haven't been. I'm sorry. Yes, you do have to start Gaskin because what's the way to beat the Chiefs? Keep the ball from Patrick Mahomes, so Gaskin's going to have to run. He, I'm, I'm, he should have a fairly big game this week. Should have. I think I'm going to be the first one to say it. You're hearing it here first. Miami upsets the Kansas City Chiefs this week. Whoa. Miami's 9-3. and three. They're, they're, they're right there with everybody else. I don't see that. They're right that it's the best defense Kansas City has played this year. Yes. If Tua Tagovailoa manages the game and avoids giving extra possessions to the Kansas City Chiefs, at least on their side of the field, short short field is if he can if they if they can avoid interceptions and, and fumbles. Miami will find a way to be in this game late and have a chance to win. If Miami can get some takeaways. I think they will be in this game late. If any team is going to get some takeaways, it will be the Miami Dolphins this week. Who wins? Okay, obviously, I said Miami and you disagreed. So, you're saying the Chiefs win? Absolutely, the Chiefs win. Who's your high-scoring player? Travis Kelsey on the Kansas City side. I love Travis Kelsey this week. I think Kelsey's going to be the go-to. Like you said, Howard should should shadow Hill. Uh, Hill will still get his work. And if Hill's the number one scorer, he probably catches a deep bomb. That puts the bonus points over. I think Kelsey is uh, goes on a tear this week. I mean, what week hasn't he been on a tear? But yeah. I think Kelsey's your number one tight end this week too. Okay, fair enough. I Like I said, I think Miami wins, and you laid the formula out perfectly. I think Miles Gaskins, a top five running back this week, if Miami wins. If Miami wants to stay relevant and wants to win, Miles Gaskins going to have 30 rushes. And he's going to have to find the end zone. And two is going to have to get the ball in the end zone and not waste possession. Do you start either defenses? Let's talk about that. There's, I know some people have used Kansas City to push defense. Do you start – and Miami. Heck, we've, we've we used Miami for the last couple of weeks. I would not start Kansas City this week. 
Kansas City is a, a run-of-the-mill, middle-of-the-road defense. I think there's probably better options out there this week. Yes, I start Miami this week. Okay. I do think there will be at least one turnover. And you got to remember, it's not just defense. It's defense special teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grant, the, the kick returner and the punt returner, has done some, some fantastic things there. Uh, I wouldn't be a bit surprised to see special teams play a big part of this game this week. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, next one, Denver, Carolina. A.J. Boye, yeah, we saw uh, just a little while ago, A.J. Boye could be facing possible suspension. So uh, I, I think that that's huge news. Keep an eye on that because if, if he does face suspension, um, I think Carolina will get the chance to actually throw all over this defense. And they've been at a, a top, what, seven, top ten uh, pass defense, almost all, top seven pass defense all year. And they did pretty good this past week too. Um, against Kansas City, they held them in check um, for the most part. Mm-hmm. I, I, but if he's suspended, that that could change the whole dynamic of this game. Well, he can only even if he isn't suspended, he can only cover one of Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Curtis Samuel. If DJ Moore plays, if DJ Moore plays, yes. Um, does CMC play this week? Absolutely, I think he does. I do too. I think he does. I know there was talks of possibly shutting him down or limiting him. I think he is limited. I definitely do think Carolina will limit him. Um, I think they're pretty much out of the playoff hunt. They might be kind of there, but kind of not. No, they're they're they're. I, I think they're all but mathematically eliminated at this point. Okay. Um, they're actually scheduled or uh, worse, ranked worse in, in the division than the Falcons are. So yes, they they are mathematically eliminated. Must feel good for you to be able to say that. At least I don't have to say my team lost to the New York Giants this year. Uh, um, but <laughs> nonetheless, I'm not starting Drew Locke this week. I'm not starting. There's not a whole lot of players in this game I do like. I like, obviously, your CMC. I think you start Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, possibly. Possibly. Um, CMC, Teddy Bridgewater, I'd probably... Start if AJ Bouye is out. If AJ Bouye is out, I think Bridgewater could be a streaming option. But other than that, I think you kind of fade him. That that defense has been. They have been. You're right. Yeah. And if it's very much uh, if Bouye is out, I start him. I <laughs> this may be one of the tougher games for me to pick a winner in. I'm going to say because it's at home for Carolina that the Panthers win. I'm in agreement with the Panthers there, and I think. Curtis Samuel is the high-scoring guy there this week. Okay. That's me reaching a little bit. That's you over there on the Carolina side. I like it. I like it. I do like it. They like to use Samuel as a little Swiss Army knife, so that's definitely a good hosp- or good uh, good possibility. I'm going to go out, and I think Tim Patrick over there in Denver could be the high-scoring player on that Denver side of the ball. I think Tim Patrick could have a nice little breakaway game here. Okay, absolutely. Uh, defenses, let's hit them real quick. I don't think you start either one. If if Boye plays, because that's that's like the captain of that defense. I think if Boye plays, Denver could be a streaming option. I think they're. I think this could be a low scoring game. Drew Locke's known to get wild with the football at times. Um, I'd hate to be in a position where I had to start either defense, but I wouldn't hesitate if I wasn't in a position where I needed one of them. These two are both. My top options, I wouldn't hesitate. All right. All right, let's get into this next game. Houston at Chicago. Deshaun Watson play him. 
And that's about all you get on Houston's side of the ball playing Chicago. That defense is really about all you get in this game. Maybe, I, maybe. I like Montgomery in this game. And obviously Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson and David Montgomery would be the other two. I, I wouldn't feel real comfortable starting David Johnson or Duke Johnson out of the backfield for Houston. I think both defenses could be a streaming option in this low-scoring affair. <coughs> yes. Um, well, yes. obviously Chicago's not a streaming option. Chicago would not be. Um, Mitch Trubisky's looked okay. He's not turning the ball over. At least this week he didn't. He's also looked really good against Detroit the past uh, the past couple games they've played. So, he, realistically, I I hate starting anybody on either side of of these game of this game in particular. I, I'm not starting Kiki Kuti yet. I want to see him do it one more time before I can call him a starter. Definitely against a good a tough good defense. defense. Yes. Uh, which <laughs> Indianapolis is no slouch. He didn't. He did it against a pretty good defense this week. Um, Brandon Cooks, I probably start if I have him. Right, you almost are, you probably are almost forced to start him in this game. Yeah, I, again, Allen Robinson. That uh, Chicago wins. I think Chicago wins. I think Watson finds a way to pull this game out. Okay, so you you're on the Houston but side, but I want to take the player on the Chicago side. That's going to be the high score. David Montgomery. Sorry. No, Chicago's defense. Chicago's I think Chicago's defense. defense. So it's it's hard for me to understand how you're saying Deshaun Watson gets it. Done. I think it's I think it's low scoring. Okay. I think there's a lot of turnovers from both sides. I think the Chicago defense actually probably I could see them getting a touchdown, but I just like Deshaun Watson late games, low scoring, fourth quarter drive. I think Deshaun Watson finds a way to win this game, but I think he also throws quite a few interceptions. I think you see David Johnson, Duke Johnson probably put the ball on the ground a couple times. Anthony Miller is your high-scoring player of the Woo! week. Anthony Miller is the guy that gets it done this week for Chicago. Hands of Stones Miller. Hands of Stones, Mr. Butterfinger himself. <laughs> I think Anthony Miller gets it done for the Chicago Bears. Okay. Arizona versus the New York football Giants. Now, out of respect for the Giants for beating the Seahawks, I put this as my appetizer of the week. I like this game here. I think it's going to be a fun one to watch. You got your New York Giants defense that's coming on strong, playing good. Can they real, control Murray? Real strong. <sighs> Words I cannot say. Again. Now, again. <laughs> now, I think Arizona's defense is, is, is up there, too. They uh, they got some good young uh, players there, and, and, and Peterson, uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, Buda Baker. Baker. Thank you. Yep. Wow, I cannot believe I stuttered through that name. Um, I think this is a good game to watch. I think it's going to be a fun one to watch. Um, I think you're high. I'm going to let you pick the winner on this game. Um, Arizona Cardinals win the game. I think the New York Giants find a way to win again. It's in New York. I think they put the pressure. Something to do with that field. I don't know. I'm not sitting anybody from Arizona this week. I'm starting... uh, I'm starting Kyler Murray. I'm starting DeAndre Hopkins. I'm starting Christian Kirk. I'm starting Kenyon Drake. I, I just think that the New York Giants are going to be exposed. They caught Seattle on a bad week last week. Uh, I think Arizona put blows them out. Um, all right. Okay. I, uh, I think the Giants do find a way to uh, pull this one out again. Um, start Wayne Gallman. I think Wayne Gallman is the key to New York winning this game. I think you're going to see Gallman run a lot to keep that ball out of Kyler Murray's hands. Is he your high scorer? Yes. 
Wayne Gominger high score, not Colt McCoy. No, absolutely not. Okay, no, right. Colt McCoy. He 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 can sit with he can sit sit with Leonard Fournette. <laughs> <laughs> I think DeAndre Hopkins finds his way back into the to the top tier wide receiver weeks this week. Uh, Kyler Murray has got to find a way to get DeAndre Hopkins involved again. They haven't they haven't looked good since Kyler DeAndre Hopkins hasn't been the vocal point of that. Offense. Hopkins can be covered by Bradbury. I'm sorry, I don't see that happening, but I I hope that you're right for your sake. But Bradbury is a shut down corner this year. He might be, so it might be one of the top top five cornerbacks against the top five wideout, and we'll see which one of them wins. I my gut is. Bradbury had to had to cover Tyler Lockett la, or uh, DK Metcalf last week. No easy feat, and now he's going against another top five receiver this week. I think he, his stretch of luck run, runs out. Sure. I, I do. I just for whatever reason, my gut tells me D Hop explodes this week, has a hundred yards and at least one touchdown this week, if not two. All right. Let's so let's get into this next game here. Yeah. So uh, probably the least appealing. Game in my mind on Sunday at the noon schedule is the, <laughs> it's probably gonna be the one on most TVs too. The uh, Dallas Cowgirls against the Cincinnati Bing L's. They start get all Zeke. the L's. Start Zeke. Start mixing. Move on. No, <laughs> no. Start T Higgins. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Start T Higgins. Um, he might be the only receiver there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, oh man, it's tough. I don't even know who's going to be under center in Cincinnati. Uh, no. Um, Bob, I guess, would be Ryan Fenley, I think. I think uh, that other quarterback took a nice little hit to his chest. Allen. Yeah, yeah, Allen. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Zeke's going to have a good game again, finally. Uh, I think Zeke's going to explode tonight, too, uh, against the Ravens. I think Zeke gets back on track. Uh, man, just saying, you know what? I'm going to change my tune. Dallas is going to blow Cincinnati out this week. Andy Dalton is going to get revenge against the Cincinnati Bengals this week. Oh, good call there. Good call there. I think you start Amari Cooper, too. I did forget that name. Definitely start Amari. I think you start every wide receiver in Dallas minus Michael Gallup. I also think you fire up Dalton Schultz if you're in the need for a tight end. I think Dalton Schultz could be a sneaky play this week. If Ryan Finley starts, I think you fire up Drew Sample. I think he could be a little streamer for you. That could be. Which team do you think wins? You just heard who I said wins. Dallas. Dallas wins. I think Dallas starts to get their their feet underneath them. Do I think they make the playoffs? No, but I think Dallas starts to make make, the run. Can we write a letter to Roger Goodell and beg that they not let anybody from the NFC East in the the playoffs? I'm going to revoke that letter here because Washington's defense has looked so devastating. They might give some people some fits in the playoffs if they get in. Yeah, you could be right, I guess. But if it's it's not the Washington football team, can we write a letter and say that nobody else deserves to make it? Absolutely. I don't want the Giants. It's atrocious football. (laughs) Although, don't say it. If the Giants make it, they could draw Seattle first week. They're going to get their butts kicked. Well. We'll have our line well. back. <laughs> Let's get into these 3 o'clock games. Quit knocking on my team here, buddy. All right. Did the Falcons win this week? <clears throat> the first 3 o'clock game this week is the Indianapolis Colts against the Las Vegas luckier-than-snot Raiders. I think Indy smokes them. I, I think so. I think Indy's defense has a chance to be the high scorer in this game. Absolutely. If it's not them, it will be the running backs. Start 
Naeem Hines start uh, Jonathan Taylor. Jordan Wilkins, I can't give that nod to. That's just too many. I think I see why Hilton you start. Uh, Michael Pittman, you start. I think if I think you hit the nail on the head with the Indies defense because there is so many miles to feed in that backfield. I don't think one of them could be the highest score. I do think that any defense does. I think uh, Derek Carr gets gets rushed so much this week. I think he causes. I think Indy causes a whole bunch of interceptions. I I think Indy just smokes this game. Who's your high scorer? Outside of the Indianapolis defense, I think T.Y. Hilton is. Okay. I think you're going to find. I think T.Y. Hilton is going to is going to tear this game up. All right, moving along. Anybody on Vegas side? Do you start anybody on Vegas side? If Josh Jacobs is out again, which he's supposed to be, I will never start Devontae Booker again. Yeah, okay. I'm so glad that I let somebody snake him from me in the league I own Jacobs in. Me, me too. <laughs> um, New York versus Seattle. Does that bring PTSD up for you, well, saying New York versus – I left the Jets off on purpose. I know you did. Now, I don't think Seattle – uh, blows them out because I couldn't tell you the last time Seattle's blown anyone out. Um, but uh, so you're saying you think the Jets blow out Seattle? I'll slap you on this on this mic. No, Seattle will win and get their feet back underneath them. Russell Wilson, DK, Tyler Lockett, start them all. Um, I think you fire up Disley. I think is the tight end if you if you're desperate because I think both of them will. Have good games. Uh, the Jets fire up uh, Johnson. Fire up Crowder. Yes. And? Sam Darnold. No. Yes. No. Start Sam Darnold this week. Denzel Mims. Yes. I'm going to say that it is possible that the Jets get their first win this week. And then the game, the ball will be kicked off at 3 o'clock, and all hope of that goes out the window. Seattle wins this game handedly in my mind. Uh, they definitely don't. I don't see them winning handily, but I do see them winning. Um, Jets side, I think you got your Johnson, your Crowder. Uh, Mims. Mims is tough because he's young. He's a young receiver, and he's going to draw Griffin, who, who's a decent corner. But um, I, I think you can fire up most of your Jets receivers, your Sam Darnold. I think you can fire them up. This game's going to be, um, unfortunately, I hate to say it, I think it could possibly be a shootout. But if Bobby gets into that defense's butt, you might see the Jets playing catch up real quick. All right, moving right along due to time constraints here. Washington football team versus the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, fire up your Gibson if he plays. Uh if he doesn't play, um, I don't think you fire up another back. Uh, Scary Cherry, you obviously play. Logan uh, Thomas has to be started now. Logan Thomas is a must start, I think, now, which you, he's on a lot of waivers. Do you start Alex Smith? No. I don't start Alex Smith either. Uh, do you start Nate Mullins on the other side of the ball? No. Absolutely not. I don't start Raheem Mostert if I can avoid it this week. Yeah. Uh, as far as wideouts go, I start Scary Terry. Uh, I start Debo and I start Brandon Ayuk. No. Jordan Reed. I think you start Debo, Reed, and that's about it. Ayuk was the big receiver this week. He was the one targeted by Nate Mullins the most against Buffalo. Of course, Tredavious White was covering um, Debo, and Debo still got work in too. So, uh, But, yeah, obviously he wasn't the who, highest. Who wins? Washington. Washington. I agree with Washington. Who's your scorer? 
If Gibson plays, I think Gibson will be the scorer because I do know that San Fran's secondary is starting to come into their own. I Obviously, say Logan they Thomas. Beat, but. Logan Thomas is my vote for the for the, the MVP of that game. All right. Green Bay versus Detroit. This is my meal, a meal of the week. This is my main course. Obviously, due to time constraints here, we're going to dig right in. I'm going to get in quick. Green Bay, you start them all. You start your, your Anthony, your Alan Lazard, start him. Uh, Aaron Jones, start him. Um, start Jamal Williams. Yeah, start start both backs. Um, Devontae Adams, if, if you don't already have him locked into your lineup, something's probably wrong with you. Aaron Rodgers, start him up. Start everybody on the Green Bay side. Green Bay's defense could be a sneaky start this week. I, I agree. Uh, Green Bay could be a, a streaming option this week. Um, you, never, you never know who, who Detroit's going to, to have at the pass-catching spots. So, if Swift sits again, I start Peterson this week. Absolutely, 100%. If Kenny Galladay comes back into the lineup somehow, some way, I start Kenny Galladay. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to starting Matthew Stafford if I had him. I wouldn't either. I think he's going to be playing from behind. I think you're going to see a lot of yards. I, I think I think Adrian Peterson will have another efficient game where he has 50 yards rushing and possibly two scores. This is the highest-scoring game by uh, Vegas totals. This is the highest-scoring game of the week so far of the games that they have out. We're, we're both in agreement without being said Green Bay wins, right? Absolutely. Okay, who's your guy? Devontae Adams. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't go against that dude. I said it at the beginning of the year. I thought he'd be the number one right receiver, and he missed games, and I'm pretty sure he is one or two right now. I, I still I, – I, I'm going to give the nod to uh, Aaron Jones, but it's close. Okay. Um, Atlanta versus the Los Angeles Chargers, the battle of no defense. I think the Chargers win. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out since you want to keep taking stabs at me all game. I think your high score, Austin Eckler. That's that's interesting. Now it is worth noting Atlanta's ranked top ten against the run. Yeah, exactly. I think he's going to catch a lot of balls. He, on the back he very well might. Uh, I obviously cannot say that I think the Chargers win. I think Atlanta blows the Chargers out this week. The Chargers are going to be reeling after their loss last week. Uh, that could either come in and to effect where they come out guns blazing or they come in flat on their feet. I'm going to go way off here into the distance and say the MVP of this game is Youngway Koo. That's probably the true. kicker from the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> has been a top the top kicker the last three weeks, the number one kicker, and he's been like a top ten scorer the last three weeks in fantasy period. I like Youngway Koo this week again. I think that the Falcons and the Chargers both spent a lot of team time in the other team's side of the field. It'll just come down to who puts the ball in the end zone like, more. I think you start both kickers and try to fade both defenses, I would say. I, yeah, you aren't starting any defense here, and you play every skill position player. I'm talking Russell Gage, Calvin Ridley, all of them. What about Todd Gurley? If Todd Gurley plays this week, I, I start him. Okay. There is reports that his knee is acting up again right now. So if that's the case, I probably shy away from either of Brian Hill or Edo Smith. Okay. Um, New Orleans versus Philly. I absolutely love this game. I'm so excited to get to see Hurts play. Um, I think New Orleans spanks them. I think you see Alvin Kamara come back out and uh, control this game, control that backfield. Um, I start the New Orleans defense. Obviously, they're playing a rookie, so they're going to try to put that pressure on him. Um, Jalen Hurts, your Philly side of the ball, I, I don't see anybody startable. Obviously, if you have Miles Sanders, you're probably forced to start him. Do you start Zach Hurts? Yes. Yes. That's about the only person that I would feel comfortable putting in. 
everybody else is going to make me cringe a little. Are you ready for this? What's you got? Whether it's Drew Brees or Taysom Hill under center, the Eagles find a way to win for Jalen Hurts this week. Oh. Okay. I think that team's going to be super fired up. They're going to come out right out the gates. And they're going to have that same magic that the, the Saints had when they started Taysom Hill where nobody knows what to expect out of Jalen Hurts. I, I just think New Orleans still blows them out. What is your – who's your who's your guy in this game? Kamara. I think Kamara's Kamara. your guy. I, 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 as much as I want to see Jalen Hurts have a great game uh, and the Philadelphia fans to have something to be excited about, I think Alvin Kamara still ends up being the high scorer of the week. All right, two two more games. We're going to Sunday get into night football briefly. Sunday night Pittsburgh versus <clears throat> Buffalo. I love this defensive battle. As I told you that last week, I love defensive games. Um, uh, Pittsburgh receivers uh, put them in and cringe and hope they're the ones that ball out. Um, James Conner was activated today. I think you start him if he plays. I agree. I uh, think you start. I think you start everybody minus the backfield on Buffalo. I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to jump real quick. Pittsburgh wins. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Buffalo wins. The high score of the game, Eric Ebron. Okay. Uh, I will say Buffalo wins as well. Stephon Diggs okay. is the guy. Uh, last Do game, you start Cole Beasley this week yes. real quick? Okay. If he's healthy, he's questionable. Yeah. If well, he took if, some big hits. If, he, I don't, if I don't, he plays, yes. Okay. I, I, Pittsburgh's defense to me is not as good as everybody thinks they are because of the competition they've played. Absolutely, yeah, and they play down for some reason. If you play too low on Buffalo, you're going to get smacked. Yes. Last game of the week, Baltimore Ravens, Monday night versus the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns win. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's terrible. 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 If you can, you probably can't because you probably took him in the third round, which I'm not going to lie, I didn't make the mistake too when he fell to me. I got all excited. Um, I, I don't like Lamar Jackson this year. He can't throw the ball. They figured out that the only thing he can do is run. Um, start J.K. Dobbins in this game. I'd like Dobbins in this game on the Baltimore side. I like your Mark Andrews in this game. If and he that's plays. It. If he plays. If he plays. And that's about it. Uh, Cleveland side. Um, I do think Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt will be slowed down slightly this week. Um, I still don't know if teams around the league respect uh, Baker enough to sell out the or to not sell out the run against yeah. Chubb and Hunt. I think Cleveland wins this game. Yes. And Jarvis Landry's the guy. Okay. Uh on the Cleveland side of the ball, I'm gonna go with uh Bashard Higgins, but the guy of this game that's going to be the high scorer is JK Dobbins. And that might just me be me be a homer because I really like him in Baltimore, but I like Dobbins in this game. Um but yes, I think Cleveland does hand Baltimore another loss. Honestly since we're talking about Baltimore losing, I think Baltimore loses tonight to Dallas also. I wouldn't be a bit surprised to see Dallas knock them off. Um, to wrap the episode up, if you have any questions, do not hesitate to hit us up on our Facebook page, the Fat Boys Fantasy Podcast. Hit us up. Ask any questions. We'd be more than happy to get you straight for your playoff matchup. Good luck to everybody out there as we start week one of playoffs. Whether you're in the loser bracket or the winner bracket, have some pride, set a good lineup, and try not to finish last if you're in the loser bracket. Bring home some dubs if you win. If you win your league, we want to see you post a picture with yourself and your trophy Absolutely. on our page. Let's get some positivity going. Let's get some wins. And as always, stay hungry. Stay fat, my friends. <laughs>